0: we've got lots to chat about. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of I Need to Chat. Before we get into this episode, I want to ask you a question. What kind of friend would you rather have? Would you rather have a friend that is judgy, criticizes you, doubts you, thinks that nothing you do is good enough and is really hard on you, or one that is encouraging, compassionate, forgiving, loving, cheering you on, supporting you, and one that celebrates your wins. I'm willing to hedge my bets that you said most of your friends are the ones that make you feel good, understand you, and love you no matter what. And if you didn't, I really encourage you to hop on a free call with me, and we should get to work in getting some better people in your corner. Also, I'll take this opportunity as your friend to let you know that I have a free guide entitled The 10 Daily Habits to Love, Peace, and Success, that I'll link to in the episode description. If you are interested in showing up and glowing up to be your most loving, peaceful, and successful self, you may want to check that out. Okay, back to the episode and unpacking the question I asked earlier on what kind of friend you would have a bit further. Chances are if you've had an unsupportive friend that made you feel like crap, you wouldn't keep them in your life because you would realize that that isn't what good friends do and will definitely delve into toxic friendships in some future chats. But for now, I want you to turn this question around and ask yourself if you are being a good friend to yourself. Are you indulging in toxic self talk and limiting beliefs? And if so, why do you tolerate that behavior from yourself? The single most important relationship that you will ever have is with you. So I want you to get real and ask yourself if you're choosing to be your biggest cheerleader or Are you playing the part of your worst critic? Now, if you find that overall you are a good friend to yourself, but once in a while you find yourself in the frenemy territory, I want you to know that that's okay. It happens to all of us, but we shouldn't always find ourselves there. And when you do, if you are aware of it, I want you to know that you can make a conscious decision to choose again. And one of the ways that you can tell how you are showing up for yourself is by asking yourself the question. Is that how I would talk to my best friend? Friends, I cannot emphasize how important the words you say to yourself are, how much they matter, and how much what you think of yourself matters. It doesn't matter where those thoughts or beliefs originate from. It all matters. And I want you to know that you can absolutely unravel what you've been conditioned or programmed to believe. The reason why it matters so much is because these thoughts go on to become your beliefs, and then they're mirrored by your actions and your external world. So, those words that you say and think to yourself are so powerful that they literally shape your reality. I'm going to share a personal example to drive home this point. When I was in elementary school, maybe around grade three or four, I can't really remember, I was in a split classroom, and I recall that the teacher one day, I overheard her speaking to somebody else and clearly this message wasn't directed at me or meant for me to directly hear, but she said something to the effect that in the split classroom, the lower grade is considered to be the smart kids in that grade and the upper grade of the split is considered to be the slower kids. And I'm not sure at all if there's any truth to this and that's besides the point, but the point here is, what I took from overhearing that nugget. Once I heard what she said, I couldn't unhear it. And what I heard was, I wasn't smart, I was dumb. And in these formative years, these years where beliefs mean so much, to walk around thinking that you're not smart, that you're dumb, and to put that on top of all of those other challenges that I had going on for me during that time. I was a very shy, introverted, and bullied kid All of those things fed into my issues around low self worth and confidence. And I really internalized it and stuck with me for a few years. In fact, I struggled with getting good grades for those few years because I didn't feel like I was worthy or capable. I didn't believe in myself. And those beliefs then went on to become my external reality. About anywhere from two to four years later, my family and I went on a road trip to America to an ashram to visit our beloved spiritual teacher and guru, Swami Ram. And we went to him often and I credit him with a lot of my spiritual learning and my spiritual development. And our family was very fortunate to have many private one-on-one conversations with him or sit-downs with him. And on this particular occasion, when we went to this trip, I remember that I was so mesmerized by his presence and he beckoned me over and we had a nice conversation. And he he affectionately called me his Canadian birdie. And that was a nickname that um, stuck with me for all future visits that we had. He would remember me, call me his Canadian birdie. And he proudly announced with so much pride to everyone in that room, this girl is going to accomplish anything she wants in life. That moment and those words changed my life. He believed in me when I didn't believe in myself, and he said words that I'd never heard before by anyone but so desperately needed to hear. His conviction filled me with confidence and with courage and with inspiration. In that moment, something within me swapped out the limiting beliefs that I had been carrying around a few years earlier, and my external reality totally shifted. Now, grade five or six may have been a long time ago, but I can tell you that that moment has been etched into my memory and that I lean into those words to this day whenever things are tough. Coming from a very humble beginning, I use them to financially support myself and graduate with three university degrees, all with academic distinctions and some scholarships. I've used them to carry me forward with any pivots and reinventions for myself, both personally and professionally. I use those words when I'm going after any goals or doing things for the first time or going past the barriers of my comfort zone. Whenever I am doubtful or things seem hard, I remind myself that I can do hard things and that I can absolutely accomplish anything I want to. And it's a much more empowering belief than thinking I'm dumb or not smart enough. I hope that by sharing this personal story, you were able to see just how powerful our thoughts are in creating our beliefs and shaping our reality. In this case, my internal self-talk stemmed from the outside beliefs, but it doesn't always have to be the case. And I hope that you make the choice to lean into thoughts and beliefs that are going to lift you up instead of bring you down. Before we wrap up, here are some quick suggestions that may help you in becoming a better friend to yourself. First off, Check in with yourself, talk periodically, and ask yourself, is this how you would talk to your best friend? If not, then that is your cue that you're being way too harsh on yourself. Give yourself some grace. Maybe even give a name to your frenemy and the bestie in your mind, and anytime you notice a frenemy is in the house, say goodbye to it and start inviting in conversation with your inner bestie and nurture that. Talk to her like she was your best friend or how your supportive friends would talk to you. Also, surround yourself with positive people that believe in you to help keep you going when you may have difficulty believing in yourself. And also, whenever you feel a limiting thought or belief come up, challenge it. See if you can debunk that thought with some examples that show that that thought is not true. So, for example, in my story, when I thought I wasn't smart, I could debunk that by saying, okay, well, if you weren't smart, then how did you do three university degrees that were very challenging? How did you get the GPA that you did? How come you were awarded some scholarships for maintaining a certain grade point average and doing so well academically? Those all debunk that belief and help me reframe my mindset. And also, this is a great time to reinforce the power of the words that you not only say to yourselves, but also that you say to others, especially to little ones. Whether you're saying something that is meant for their ears or not, this story shows that children are little sponges and things that they hear can be very impactful to their development. So let's please be intentional with the words that we say, both to ourselves and with others. My friends, I think that's it for the chat today. Just wanted to say that I'm cheering you on, I'm believing in you, and I can't wait to touch base with you next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Anita Chat Podcast. If you haven't taken a minute to leave a review, I would absolutely love to hear from you. All you need to do is to search for the show, click your star rating, and type in a few words. Also, if there's a specific topic you'd like to see covered in this podcast, if you'd like me to be your coach, or if you want to just chat, Feel free to send me an email or shoot me a message through my IG, which you'll find in the show notes. The show notes will also contain any links to the freebies that were referenced in this episode. Until next time, friends, it's been great chatting with you.